Hope Community Church. How are you doing? Hope uh, you're having a good uh, Easter weekend. I thought I would take a few moments here on Holy Saturday to uh, read a couple chapters in the book of John. Um, I'm going to read from the Mirror Translation once again, uh, but I thought it'd be good uh, just to recount um, what was taking place on Good Friday holy saturday or sometimes called silent saturday and read through some of the scriptures but in john chapter 18 starting with verse 1 it says when jesus concluded his prayer he and his disciples crossed over the brook cedron into a garden judas who betrayed him was familiar with this place since jesus often often gathered there with his disciples judas was given a roman military cohort of about 600 soldiers to accompany him They came together with temple officers from the chief priests and Pharisees with torches, lanterns, and their weapons. Jesus, fully aware of everything that was coming upon him, went forward to meet them and said, Who are you seeking? They said to him, Jesus the Nazarene. Jesus answered, Here I am. And there Judas was standing with them. Just when Jesus said, I am, they stumbled backwards and fell to the ground. He asked them again, Who is he that you are seeking? They said, They said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said, I already told you who I am. If it's me you are after, then let the others go. He said this to confirm to his disciples that he would protect them so that none of them would be implicated. Simon Peter thought it was a good idea to defend themselves and drew his sword and struck at the high priest's servant, Malchus, who ducked away and lucky for him only lost an ear. Jesus told Peter to put away the sword and said, Do you think that I am not going to drink this cup the Father gave me? Then the soldiers, under their captain's command, together with the Jewish police, arrested Jesus and tied him up. They first took him to Annas, the the father-in-law of Caiaphas, who was a high priest that year. It was Caiaphas who advised the Jews that in order to save the entire nation, it was inevitable that one person should die. Peter and another disciple followed Jesus. The high priest knew the one disciple, and he was allowed to enter the courtyard. Peter remained outside at the entrance. Then, the other disciple, who knew the high priest, went to speak to the lady at the door and asked permission for Peter to join him inside. The lady who guarded the door said to Peter, Are you not also one of the man's disciples? He said, No, I am not. The slaves and temple police were huddled around a coal fire to warm themselves. Peter also joined them to get out of the cold. The high priest then began to question Jesus about his disciples' teachings. Jesus replied, I have spoken openly to the world and frequently taught in the synagogue and the temple to a Jewish audience and have said nothing in secret. Why would you question me? Talk to my audience if you wish to find out about my teaching. They are familiar with what I teach. When he said this, one of the temple police slapped him in the face and scolded. How dare you speak to the high priest in this manner? Jesus answered, if I said anything evil, tell tell me. But if I have spoken only that which is beautiful, why do you strike me? Annas sent him bound to Caiaphas, the high priest. In the meantime, Peter was still warming himself at the fire when he asked again if he was not one of the disciples of Jesus. He emphatically objected and said that he was not. Then a relative of Malchus, whose ear Peter chopped off, also recognized him and said, Did I not see you with him in the garden? Again, Peter disclaimed it, and just then the cock crowed. And they led Jesus from Caiaphas into the the praetorium, the Roman governor's judgment hall. 
it was still early in the day, so the Jews didn't go into the courtroom for fear of contra uh, contracting some impurity, which would have obliged them to separate themselves from eating the Passover. Then Pilate went outside to face them and asked, What accusation did you bring against this man? They answered, If he wasn't an evildoer, doer, we wouldn't have watched, wasted your time with this court case in the first place. Then Pilate said, Take him and judge him according to your law. They said, Our law does not allow a death sentence. This was also to confirm that Jesus, what Jesus said about the manner of his death. Then Pilate went back into the courtroom and summoned Jesus to him and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus responded, Are these your own thoughts, or did others suggest this about me? Pilate replied, I, I, Am I a Jew? Why would I bother to speculate about you? Your own people and priests handed you over to me. What have you done to make them do this? Jesus answered, My kingdom has nothing in common with the political or religious systems of this world. It does not originate out of their structures. If it did, my subordinates would fight for me and resist my handover to the Jews. Pilate then said, So you are a king. Jesus replied, You say that I am a king. My destiny was born in the flesh, and for this purpose have I come into the world to bear testimony to the truth. Everyone who recognizes their true origin hears my voice. And Pilate then asked him, What is truth? Without giving him a chance to respond, he went outside again to face the Sanhedrin and said to them, I have no cause for accusation in this man, but this, but since it is custom that I should release one of your prisoners during your festive time, would you be happy for me to pardon the king of the Jews for this Passover? They shouted back, No, not this one, but Barabbas. Barabbas, a Jewish freedom fighter, probably the leader of the band, which included the other two who were crucified with Jesus. Then Pilate took Jesus and gave order for him to be scourged. The soldiers plated a crown of thorns and placed it on his head. They also threw a purple garment over him. Then they positioned themselves in front of him and scorned him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews, which continually, while continually slapping him in the face. Then Pilate again went outside to the Sanhedrin, saying, Behold, I am leading him out to you. I want to know. I want you to know that I find no valid cause to condemn him. Then Jesus came out of the praetorium wearing a crown of thorns and the purple robe where while Pilate announced behold the man when they saw him the chief priests and the temple police shouted with rage crucify crucify Pilate told him told them you take him and execute the, the crucifixion yourself I find no fault in him the Jews answered him we have our law and by this law he must die because he made himself out to be the son of God the claim of Jesus' deity only served to accelerate Pilate's superstitious fears. He went again into the judgment hall and asked Jesus, Tell me, who are you really? And Jesus did not answer him. Pilate said, Why do you not answer me? Do you not realize my position? I have the power to crucify or free you. And Jesus said, You have no authority over me except what was given to you from above. Therefore, he... Caiaphas, the high priest, who handed you handed me over to you, has the greater sin. This motivated Pilate even more to make every effort to release him, but the Jews would not buy into it at all. They cried out, If you even consider to release this man, you prove that you are not loyal to Caesar. This man's claim to royalty makes him Caesar's enemy. These words persuaded Pilate to go through with the procedures. He led Jesus outside and sat down in judgment in a place called the Stone Pavement, a decorated mosaic area in the court, which was called Gabbatha in Hebrew, which means an elevated platform. 
This was still during the preparation for the Passover, about the sixth hour. He announced to the Jews, Behold your king. But they cried out, Lift him up, lift him up, crucify him. Pilate, Pilate said, Shall I crucify your king? The chief, priest, the chief priest answered, We have no other king but Caesar. He then handed Jesus over to them to be crucified and led him away. Bearing the cross himself, Jesus went out from the courtyard to, place, to, to the place called the Skull. Its Hebrew name was Golgotha. There they crucified Jesus along with two others and either, on either side of him. When Pilate wrote a placard and placed it on the cross, it read, Jesus the Nazarene, the King of the Jews. Many of the Jews who came up to, to the Passover feast from other nations could read this title since the place where he was crucified was near the city and it was written in Hebrew, Latin, and Greek. But the Jewish, but the Jewish rulers and priests complained about this and requested that he change the wording and let it read, He said, I am the King of the Jews. To which Pilate replied, What I have written, I have written. The soldiers who crucified Jesus took his outer garments and divided it between the four of them. The inner garment was a seamless woven tunic. They therefore discussed between themselves to rather not tear the inner garment, but to cast lots for it to determine whose it shall be. This was the fulfillment of the prophetic scripture. They divided my outer garments among them, and for my inner garment they cast lots. These very things uh, predicted by David in Psalm 22:18, the soldiers unwittingly performed. Standing by the cross were the three Marys, the mother of Jesus, his Aunt Mary, the wife, Clopa, the wife of Clopas, and Mary of Magdala. When Jesus saw his mother and the beloved disciple standing nearby, he said to her, Ma'am, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. From that moment, the disciple adopted her as his own mother. With Jesus realizing that all these things are now fully are now fully accomplished, and that was what was written was to be fulfilled, he said, "I thirst." There was a jar filled with vinegar in which someone dipped a sponge attached to a branch of hyssop and lifted it to his mouth. When Jesus had taken the vinegar, he said, "It is finished." He then bowed his head and handed over the handed over the spirit. The Jews were keen to have the bodies removed from the cross before sunset when the Sabbath began, especially since this particular Sabbath would coincide with the first day of unleavened bread, which was a great day. The preparation for the Feast of Unleavened Bread and eating the Passover meal was in full swing. They approached Pilate, therefore, and requested that the bones of the victims be broken and that they might be lifted off the cross. The, th the soldiers then broke the legs of the two men who were crucified with Jesus. But when they saw Jesus was already dead, they did not break his legs. One of the soldiers then pierced his side. Blood and water flowed from the wound. The one who witnessed these things has recorded their detail to convince the reader of their significance. These things happen in fulfillment of, of that which was written prophetically. No bone in the paschal lamb shall be crushed. Also, another scripture which, which reads, They shall gaze upon him whom they have pierced. Then Joseph of Arimathea asked Pilate permission to remove the body of Jesus, which Pilate was pleased to do. Joseph was a prominent leader and a secret follower of Jesus. Also Nicodemus, who was the one who approached Jesus in the shelter of the night in order to not publicly uh, be public as, publicly associated with him, made a very bold announcement of his love for Jesus and brought expensive sweet-smelling spices, a mixture of myrrh and aloes, which weighed about 100 pounds. Then Joseph and Nicodemus took Jesus' body and prepared it for burial. According to the Jewish custom, they wrapped the body in linen cloths together with their spices. In the area where he was crucified was a garden and with a new tomb which was never used before. 
And since it was still during their preparation for the Sabbath, the location of the tomb where Joseph and Nicodemus placed Jesus was conveniently close. So there's John chapter uh, 18 and 19. Two really good scriptures to read, or two really good passages to read for uh, Good Friday and Holy Saturday, Silent Saturday. Um, I pray that you uh, have a good day today and spend some time in the Word. Thank you guys for tuning in.